0: Welcome to the Root Cause Revolution podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner Audrey Christie. friend. Welcome to episode 242 of the Root Cause Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Audrey. If this is your first time listening, double welcome to you. I am Audrey. I help women heal, whether it's getting rid of those symptoms that just won't go away, rebalancing the body from a long-term autoimmune or chronic illness, um, or just losing those last five or 10 pounds, whatever stubborn weight you may be holding on to. I help you uncover the root cause and heal for good. So it's been a while since I fully introduced myself. So I want to take time to do that real quick. Um, as you've heard in the announcer intro and in my intro, I'm Audrey and I help people get to the root cause of their issue or illness or chronic disease and get rid of it for good, right? I don't do band-aids here. I use a holistic approach. Uh, I'm a naturopath. I have a master's degree in nursing and then a of different certifications on top of that. Um, I follow the theory that optimal health is an experience of the body, mind, and spirit. So you'll find that my solutions and recommendations are rooted in science. They are evidence-based. We're not peddling snake oil here. (laughs) This is real stuff. Uh, I help my clients get off their blood pressure meds, turn their diabetes around, lose weight, get fit, get pregnant, get rid of acne, psoriasis, dandruff, dermatitis. I help get rid of chronic pain, heal autoimmune diseases, asthma, allergies, sinus troubles, migraines, candida, seizures, autism, all the things, right? Alzheimer's, acid reflux. Now, one of the questions I get asked most is, what's the difference between seeing you and seeing a traditional or allopathic medical doctor? And number one, generally people need both in their lives, right? But the difference is that if you have high blood pressure, you go to the doctor, they're going to put you on blood pressure medication and keep you on that blood pressure medication forever. Now, there are times when you need blood pressure medication, right? When There's not time to make the lifestyle change because you're, you're life is in danger right then, right? That's what the MD does. Now, what I do is help you get off that blood pressure medication forever by finding out why you have high blood pressure to begin with. People think, oh, well, that's great with high blood pressure, but what about something super normal like headaches, (laughs) right? Headaches aren't normal, y'all. They are a sign that something's wrong. So the difference, again, in sort of a traditional medical paradigm and what I do is that the traditional medical paradigm says, take some Tylenol for that headache and move on. Whereas I say, let's find out why you're having headaches, because that's not normal. That's your body waving a red flag. And you could say the same thing about seasonal allergies or skin issues. Those things aren't normal. Now, I don't want to get off on too much of a tangent, but that's a little bit about me. And today we're talking about PCOS. And so PCOS, it's really the same situation. Um, If you have been diagnosed with PCOS, It's not that you need uh, birth control pills, right? And if you go to a conventional um, medical practice and and you're diagnosed with PCOS, then hormonal birth control is what they're going to give you. And that is not the answer that you need. And oftentimes it makes the problem worse. It does that by masking your symptoms, suppressing your symptoms, but not actually helping to heal or change anything in your body. So you've probably heard of PCOS, you may not really know what it is, but PCOS or polycystic ovarian syndrome is a series of symptoms or issues that ultimately, like if you were to just sum it up, they come from the failure of ovulation, right? When you're unable to ovulate. And it's one of the most common endocrine disorders in women Um, and oftentimes like half half the people on the, that suffer from PCOS don't even know they have PCOS, right? Um, it usually starts in puberty and it can go all the way through postmenopause. Uh, it affects women of every race and every ethnicity. And beyond the, the kind of symptoms that are uncomfortable, there are lots of risks associated with PCOS. You're at higher risk for developing heart disease and diabetes and a number of other issues. We talked some last week in the, or earlier this week, I think in the hormone belly episode about progesterone and how important that is to have in the body and to not have cortisol stealing progesterone, right? When you have PCOS, your body doesn't ovulate and you can't produce progesterone uh, or at least not very well, right? We know that our uh, progesterone can come from other areas like in the post and perimenopausal stages, but in general- it's considered that you can't produce enough progesterone, right? And this causes an imbalance in your body and leads to symptoms like abnormal hair growth, like skinning, uh, thinning scalp hair, like weight gain and pelvic pain. And infertility is the primary one that I hear about. Anxiety, depression, irregular menstrual cycles, acne, all of these things. Um, and so... Usually, women go to the doctor and they're like, I'm having all these things. And the doctor says, Well, you have PCOS, right? Um, But in order to have an accurate PCOS diagnosis, there's actually parameters that you have to have. So, one is that you have to have um, high levels of male hormones in the blood. And that leads to the symptoms, at least to the excess body hair, the scalp hair loss and the acne. You have to have menstrual dysfunction, um, so irregular cycles, lack of period, that sort of thing. And then you have to have 12 or more follicles on one ovary or an increased size of your ovary. You have to have at least two of those things to have, quote unquote, PCOS, even though You probably have heard that you can't have PCOS if you have regular periods. You absolutely can. That doesn't necessarily have to be a qualifying symptom. Now, there are multiple root causes for PCOS, just like there are multiple root causes for anything that is chronic and long-term. And so I'm going to talk about four different types today. So the first one is probably the most common one, and that is insulin-resistant PCOS. PCOS at the root of it is a, a metabolic disorder. Um, and that metabolic disorder tends to be coupled with some different types of hormone imbalance. Um, and like I said, it's the most common hormone imbalance in women in the US, right? So insulin insulin resistance as a root cause of PCOS, and then there's of course a root cause for insulin resistance too, Essentially, insulin resistance just means that your body keeps glucose in the blood instead of giving it to your cells to use for energy, or it tries to give it to your cells and they don't it doesn't have the key to unlock to let it in. So what happens is your blood sugar stays elevated and your body doesn't ovulate because high insulin levels trigger your ovaries to create testosterone instead of estrogen, which is a recipe for chaos, okay? The second most common type of PCOS is one that is so preventable. All of these are preventable, but this one is so preventable and it stems from being put on hormonal birth control at a young age. Usually this happens to treat some surface level symptom that is not even related, right? That can be treated in another way, but um, like acne, for example. Uh, so, A lot of times a a woman will resume ovulation after stopping birth control pills, but many, many women don't return to normal cycles. So the pill shuts down your menstrual cycle and at the same time masks your symptoms, which sends your body into hormone chaos. Um, So if hormonal birth control, if you're on hormonal birth control, or if you're looking at putting your kids on hormonal birth control, please, please, please look at other options. The third one I see quite frequently is a root cause in inflammation. Now, again, inflammation is not a quote unquote root cause, but it is a root cause of PCOS. So then we have to go find out what the root cause is of your specific inflammation. Um, And inflammation can be part of many of the issues that we face. It's behind a lot of chronic uh, illness, a lot of autoimmune disease, all of those things. The good news is, is that once you find out the root cause of the inflammation, and you remove what is driving the inflammation, your body generally rebalances very, very quickly. And then the last one um, is sort of that mystery PCOS, right? The root cause is can be a little bit harder to, to nail down, but generally, uh, it can be in consuming too much processed soy. I see that a lot for, uh, vegans and vegetarians who are not whole food, vegan or whole food, vegetarian, they're more, um, junketarians. And so they're consuming a ton of processed soy, um, thyroid, uh, issues, iodine or zinc deficiency, artificial sweeteners, and then eating too little of healthy complex carbohydrates. So I tend to see that on people that with people that follow a keto diet. As we've discussed time and time again, the keto diet after about 6 to 8 weeks in women begins to cause hormone disruption. Now, all of that said, what the heck do we do about it? it pretty much comes down to following the healing order of operations. The healing order of operations starts with energy and drainage. And often people will see a big relief and release in just doing this first step. But what we're doing is we're going to make sure that our cells are detoxing properly. Our, which allows our organs and tissues to detox properly. Actually, it kind of goes backwards. We're going to make sure that we're having two complete solid bowel movements a day, which allows our liver and bile ducts to function correctly and detox correctly, which allows our lymphatic system to detox correctly, which allows our organs and tissues to detox correctly. And then finally, our cells to detox correctly. And usually this initially starts as eating a really solid whole food diet, you really want to make sure that you are taking care of your liver. Your liver breaks down estrogen, alcohol, um, over-the-counter and illicit drug use, right? Uh, And so often we want to take those steps first so that when we start to really detox that estrogen and detox that cortisol, we can move that out of the body and not just recirculate it. One of the things I see particularly for PCOS patients is that they are not just consuming uh, you know, foods that are impacting their hormone health, and they're not just doing things that are impacting their hormone health, but also the products that they use. They are using hormone disruptors left and right. So we're talking about they've got Glade plugins going on in, in their home. Maybe we're using laundry detergent that is highly uh, hormone disrupting. It's full of chemicals and colors and scents, um, the cleaning supplies they're using, the shampoo and conditioner and hair products and makeup products and all of those things that they're using are impacting their hormones. And so once we get to people think, well, oh gosh, I was just diagnosed with PCOS out of nowhere. Actually, it tends to be kind of the last stop, right? So Often people have a hormone imbalance that they've ignored over and over and over again in estrogen dominance or um, any sort of imbalance in insulin, estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. And those signs and signals have been igno- ignored or maybe even brushed off as everybody kind of goes through that, right? Um, and then we land in the case where we, have PCO- where we have an official PCOS diagnosis. Over the years, we have and I always say we, right? Like, I, like I had something to do with the conception or delivery or raising of the child, but we've had over 12 children in the root cause revolution practice where people had been told that they can never get pregnant. And, you know, this is, this is it and PCOS, or maybe you need to have a, um, hysterectomy or any of those things. And we have turned it around sometimes in as short as 90 days um but often it takes a lot longer than that so i want you to know that resolving PCOS is simple and doable and it's not that you have a birth control deficit right um no synthetic hormone replacement is required. There are simple steps that you can take, particularly once you've figured out what your root cause is. And, uh, you know, oftentimes if that is your goal, conception can be just around the corner. One thing to keep in mind is that people will often say, okay, so I've done this, you know, really great. I've detoxed, I've done all the things, and now I'm pregnant so I can eat whatever the crap I want. <laughs> and that's actually not true. You have to keep doing... um your due diligence nutritionally in order to have a healthy baby as well. Okay. So if you have any questions, head over to the show notes page, Audrey, or uh, the show notes are now, um, on the show notes, right. And in your app, so you don't have to head anywhere. Just open the app that you're listening to this on. You will find anything, any of the resources that I talked about today, including a place where you can ask questions. Um, so I hope to hear from you soon. As always, friends, I am rooting for you, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated.